Welcome to Agape Ministries Podcasts, a whole new way of thinking. Episode 21, part two of Michelle Moran's teaching on I Will Pour Out My Spirit. In April last year, in preparation for the Jubilee, I met with Pope Francis uh, and I was with five other leaders. It was the end of a, a long morning for the Holy Father. He'd met some politicians, some ambassadors, etc. So we knew at the end of the morning we didn't have very long, but there were some practical matters we needed to just organize for the Jubilee. But when the Holy Father met us, he was very open. He welcomed us in, we sat down, and Pope Francis likes to talk a lot. He's an extrovert. He says many things. And he began with a series of uh, exclamations, you could say. My Italian isn't brilliant, but I can follow things. So I'm not saying this is exactly what he said, because we spent more than an hour with him. And of course, I'm getting everything translated and then trying to remember, because when the Pope is speaking to you, you really want to remember absolutely everything so that you can share the appropriate things beyond that room. But what the Pope began by saying was, he had a series of phrases, and it went along these lines. He said, we're living at a remarkable time of the Holy Spirit, a wonderful time of the Holy Spirit. We're living in a time when we're seeing the Holy Spirit do more than we could have ever imagined. And then he, he used a phrase, and the Italian translation I've worked on a little bit, but he said, there seems to be a quickening, that's how I'm translating it, a quickening of the Holy Spirit. And you could say uh, an escalation of the Holy Spirit, an acceleration of the Holy Spirit. Whatever word we use, I think you're getting the idea, aren't you? <laughs> that, you know, what the Holy Father was saying to us is there is a move of the Holy Spirit and it's fairly fast. And then he looked at us and after this um, series of exclamations. He looked at us and he says, and I need your help. Well, there were five of us in the room, and I don't think he was asking the help of five people. I think he was asking the help of the people who we were there representing. I think he was asking your help. So I want to say to you today, the Holy Father knows that you are a people of the Holy Spirit, and he needs your help. And when we think about this, you know, how does he need our help? Well, Pope Francis has helped us to understand who we are in this uh, move of the Holy Spirit that we call Catholic charismatic renewal. He's told us, he said, your definition is to be a current of grace in the church and for the church. A current of grace. This is a phrase that he uses. And it's drawing on the theology of the great Cardinal Sunans, one of the first advisors to the charismatic renewal uh, in the 1970s. So we're called to be a current of grace in the church, for the church, for the world. And the Pope has specifically asked us 
to share with all in the church the grace of the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Now, he asked us that at the Olympic Stadium in Rome when we had the gathering there more than two years ago. And I just wonder how we're doing. Because if the Pope asks you to do something, then you need to respond. Now, maybe you're saying, oh, I, I didn't know he'd asked us to do that. Well, you're hearing it now, so please do something about it. If you knew he'd already asked you, then how are you doing? How are we doing in sharing this grace of the baptism in the Holy Spirit? See, we're a people who've been given a mandate and a mission by the Holy Spirit and endorsed and authorized by the church. So... We need to be people who are ready to respond. Now, there might be some people here today who say, oh, well, you know, that I'm leaving that all to the youngsters. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm happy to leave many things to youngsters, but I need to play my part as well. And just for encouragement, I met a wonderful lady in New Orleans. I was preaching there um, last year, in fact, is when I met her. And she said to me, she's in her 80s, she said to me, I heard that the Pope has asked us to share the grace of the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And I said to myself, what can I do? And then she said, well, I don't really do a lot. You know, I'm retired now. I, I go to my prayer meeting. I go to Mass every day. And I sit around with my friends. And then I got the idea, she said, that after the morning Mass, when we have our coffee and we sit around, she said, I thought, I'm going to start telling the other people when we have the coffee about the grace of the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And I did, she said. And gradually, I got a chance to pray with some of them. And some of them came into the grace of the baptism in the Holy Spirit. I love that story. She's 80 years old. She's a one-woman powerhouse. She's done more than I've done going around talking about things because she's actually done it in her normal, everyday life. Because that's where the Lord has put us. Amen? So, I want to ask you, friends, when you leave the conference, think about how are you going to share the grace of the baptism in the Holy Spirit in your ordinary, everyday life. Because this is what the Holy Father is asking us to do. Fifty years into this grace of the charismatic renewal means we need to be displaying the mature fruits of the Holy Spirit. We need to be moving from what's in this for me to how can I bear fruit for the world. There's a difference, isn't there? You know, all of us have come here this week, and it's great that we're all here. It's great to be together as family. But we've come here this week. This is the place where, I don't want to put down the hotel, but this is the place where we're going to be manured. <laughs> yeah? Where, where we're going to have, you know, the good compost put on us. Where we're going to be nurtured with the, the nutrients that we need so that we can go from this place and bear even more mature fruit of the Holy Spirit, because this is what we're called to do in this Jubilee season. Let me just return to the themes of the Jubilee and give you a few things you might want to take into your prayer on this first day and into the Mass this evening. Let me 
just come to that word that's so associated with the Jubilee, that word release. In the Old Testament, it's Leviticus 29. Freedom. I know you can't hear me. I'm just waiting for the sound to pick up, and I'll keep repeating until we do so we're not distracted. So it speaks about liberty to captives and freedom to those who are in, in captivity. Now, when we think about this, I want us to think about the grace that comes from the release that we received when we were baptized in the Holy Spirit. And don't think of the baptism in the Holy Spirit as a past event. See, I received the baptism in the Holy Spirit when I was 17 years old. Well, I'm not 17 years old now, and I can't really remember many details about when I was 17 years old, but I can remember the newness and the dynamism that comes from living today that grace of baptism in the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. So think about that release that you received when you received the grace of the baptism in the Holy Spirit, and think about that sense of freedom. I've learnt from the cowboy films, you just keep going. Even when there's bullets flying, you just keep going. Otherwise, you lose the dis and get distracted. Okay, think about the freedom. When you come into that grace of the Holy Spirit, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Amen? How were you set free? I hope everybody in this room could give a testimony. You know, that some people could say massively, you know, I was set free from a life of, you know, it was like you know, the, the, the old and the new. Other people, maybe it was a gradual dawning. For other people, maybe it was a step-by-step -step release into the freedom of the Holy Spirit. It doesn't matter how it happened. It doesn't matter what the experience was what I want to put before us today is in this year of Jubilee, we are about being released in the power of the Holy Spirit. How today, at this time, during this week, do you need to enter more fully into the freedom of the Holy Spirit? Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. I'm waiting for you to complete these. This means you're not listening. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Thank you. Okay. Perfect love casts out all fear. Good. Just checking you're still with me. First letter of St. John. Perfect love casts out all fear. Many of us in this grace of the Holy Spirit have experienced being released. Released from fear and anxiety. It's a big one that, isn't it? And you know, you get released and you start moving in a new way, and then you realize it's coming back again in different ways. And that's when we need to keep pushing through and praying for more of the grace of the Holy Spirit. So many of the songs we sing, it's like, Lord, give me more. Well, we don't need more from the Lord because we're greedy. We don't need more from the Lord because he gives short measures. We need more from the Lord so we can move fully in the freedom that the Lord wants to bring us. Amen? Look, I'm preaching hard here. Please stay with me. Stay with me. Yeah, the Lord wants to release us into a new place of freedom. How do you need to be released this week? Are you ready? The Lord releases us from insecurity, from confusion. 
when we come into that grace of the baptism in the Holy Spirit, we know who we are. Amen? Do you know who you are? Yeah. Do you know whose you are? Yeah. These are simple things and we might think, well, this is really obvious. There is a world out there that is going through such a profound identity crisis that so many people, many, many people, they don't know who they are. They don't know why they're here. Their life has no purpose. Their life has no direction. They're soulless. Of course, they're not, but they feel as if they are. And we, friends, we know who we are in Jesus Christ. We know whose we are. And we're a people of destiny, a people full of hope. We've got a lot to offer the world, haven't we? We need to enter into that release more and more of the Holy Spirit. And I believe that's the Lord's gift for us in this Jubilee year. The Lord says, let me release you from any captivity, whatever your captivity may be. Maybe it's fear, maybe it's anxiety, maybe it's insecurity, maybe it's unbelief, maybe it's addiction, maybe it's, you can add it. You just put your own word in there. Whatever way you need to be released in the power of the Holy Spirit, bring it to the Lord, bring it to this Eucharistic table tonight and believe that the Lord is in the business of setting captives free. That's our first word for the Jubilee, release. When we enter into this life in the Spirit, we become a people who embrace what Pope Francis calls the joy of the gospel. Amen? I'm smiling at you now. I hope you're all smiling back. I can't see the people at the back of the room. The joy of the gospel. Evangelii Gaudium, that wonderful apostolic exhortation. Pope Francis says in the first couple of paragraphs, so clearly to us that those who know what it is to receive salvation from Jesus Christ are set free from sin, from sorrow, from inner emptiness, and from loneliness. Wow. You know, I read that exhortation. I'm telling you, this is how I work on things. And I put a note in the margin, ongoing. Yeah, because we're all in process, aren't we? We're God's work of art. We're not a finished work of art, but we are in the process of being set free from sin, sorrow, inner emptiness, loneliness. They're just four things. I'm sure the Pope could have filled the rest of the document with all the other things that we're being set free from. But he's just giving us some ideas here. We, the people, called to live joy in our jubilee, need to be a people who are going deeper in being released from all these things that hold us down that hamper our growth, that prevent us from living that fullness of life that the Lord called us to. We need to allow that fire of the Holy Spirit. When you receive that baptism in, in the Holy Spirit, that, that love of God, I'm sure many of us tangibly felt that love of God within us, that fire of the Holy Spirit burning within us. And you know, we need to keep that fire burning. St. Paul said to Timothy, it's 2 Timothy uh, chapter 1, verse 6, fan into a flame the gift that I gave you. Fan into a flame. Sometimes in my prayer, 
I'm usually alone when I do this. I sit there going like this. Yeah. Because what I'm doing is I'm saying, Lord, the fire is within. Whether I feel it or not, I believe it because it's true. That fire of your Holy Spirit is within. But please, Lord, could you fan into a flame? Fan into a flame that fire within. Fan into a flame the gifts that I know that you've given me. Please, Lord, send me the breath, the power, the presence of your Holy Spirit so that I can go out into the world and be your light to the people that I meet. Be your fire to those who need to see your light. See, we live in a world of fire extinguishers, don't we? So, you know, we need to get that fire of the Holy Spirit burning brightly. We need to be ready for the Lord to release things within us for the world around us. I believe this jubilee season, these are other jubilee words, repentance, reconciliation, forgiveness, I'm putting them all together. I believe in this jubilee season, it's a time to travel lightly. Did you bring your suitcases here today? Did you pack things you don't need? It's not a prophecy, but I think you probably did. <laughs> if you live in my part of the hotel with no elevator or lift, we say in England, no lift, yeah, you'll be regretting packing too many things for you to carry your bag up the stairs. It's a time to travel lightly. 30 years of this conference, 50 years of the renewal. There's been many little bumps with people along the way, I'm sure. There's been many little incidents. And maybe some of those we store in our little black notebooks. And we see these people and we think, I don't like her. I know you don't do this. Oh, keep away from him. Yeah. It's time to travel lightly. Let's get let go of any charismatic baggage that we've gained over these years. Things that are unhelpful, things that weigh us down, things that stop us moving forward. At the Vigil of Pentecost in Rome, Pope Francis said, leave behind the dust of time. Wow. You know, think of that gospel, shake the dust off your sandals. Well, that's what you, go, you do when you go into a town and you're not made welcome. But we need to leave behind the dust of time what the Pope said. He said, go back to the simplicity of your origins. Wow. Leave behind all the human things that you've added to the renewal. I find that very challenging. Needs more thought. We need to travel lightly in order to be free for our mission. We're a people of history. Yes, 30 years, 50 years. Many of us here have got many very happy memories of what we've done over these years in the charismatic renewal. But you know, our history can lead us to be a people who act out of tradition rather than out of the spontaneity of the Spirit. And we're in a season where we don't want to be an arrogant people of history. What does an arrogant people of history do? An arrogant people of history says, we always do it this way. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's an arrogant people of history. Of course, 
We can learn from experience and nobody would be so stupid as to say, well, every time I do something, I need to do it in a new way. Of course not. We learn from experience, but we don't want to get into that way that we're just acting out of history rather than saying, but what is the Spirit asking of us in this season? New things will be birthed in this season. New things are being birthed in this Jubilee season. And of course, the new things of the Spirit need new containers. New wine, new wineskins. Two people are alive, thanks be to God. New wine, new wineskins. Why? Because the new wine is slightly effervescent. So when you put new wine into old skins, it bursts the skin. We need, in this new season of the Holy Spirit, where the Lord is working, if we can say it, with effervescence, there's a quickening of the Spirit, we need new wineskins. You and I can be those new wineskins if we allow ourselves to be transformed. You and I can be those new wineskins if we allow our minds to sometimes think in new ways. You and I can be those wineskins if we allow our hearts to expand with the love of God. So I believe this week as we gather, the Lord is saying, be open, be expectant, be ready for the surprises of the Spirit, and leave behind all those things that are not going to help you. And remember that I am a God who will pour out my spirit, pour out my spirit, pour out my spirit lavishly, generously, and in abundance. Amen. Let's just take a moment before we move to the next thing, just to allow ourselves to hear the word that, or words that the Lord wants us to take away from this session. Sometimes we move very quickly to the next thing and we just forget. So Lord, we just ask you to speak to each one of us now. As we move on to the next thing, just help us to know what it is that you need us to take away from this part of our evening. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. So thank you for taking the time to listen to these episodes. Our prayer is that as you listen and reflect on these teachings, that you'll be encouraged to continue your journey to maximize your potential to have a good and a happy life. So sign in again next week 
for more teaching on how you can follow the Jesus way to experience your life as filled with meaning, purpose and joy. So God bless and stay safe.